morning everybody it is thursday 4th of february and the market taking a bit of a pause today and it's not surprising it's got to be said over the last three days the sx 200's been up 55 up 99 and up 62 that's 3.6 percent in three days so much for last week's wobble and this morning it's down 20 with the banks holding up resources holding up couple of disappointing earnings guidance announcements this morning from Origin, which is down 7.3%, and AGL down 6.6%. We hold Origin, not AGL. And the other big mover today, or bigger mover, is Amcor down 3.5% after jumping, was it 6% yesterday on results? No, it was up 4.4%. We hold Amcor in both income and growth. And you'll see in the strategy piece today, the broker research on Amcor after the results yesterday and the average broker target price is 17% above the current share price. It's on a PE of 15, so it's not exactly expensive. Yield of 4.14% plus franking. Return return on equity of 23%. Happy to hold. And as I say, brokers like it. Share price also come back a little bit recently, so... Not the most exciting stock, but solid enough and reaction to results quite good. Now this morning, I got a little bit incensed by an email I got from a software provider. We subscribe to almost everything here. Good idea to keep an eye on your competitors. And some of their products are actually really quite good and we use them. But one of them I didn't use very much. It's quite expensive. I've been trying to cancel it and you simply cannot cancel on the website The phone numbers are in New York and my emails have been ignored. And you can see, finally, I got through to them because I have cancelled my credit card at the bank. And suddenly, my email has lit up with human beings trying to find my credit card number. Funny that. Anyway, that sort of had me incensed. And then I got a member's email today, not today, yesterday about whether to sign up to an expensive it's got to be said it's expensive trading course and i know the particular one they were looking at and no it's not worth signing up so today i've written about trading courses and included an article i've written for the money magazine for next month on i called it how to lose five thousand dollars you might find that quite amusing but it's all about buying yourself a shortcut to stock market education and I can guarantee you already know the answer to whether that's worthwhile and the answer is no it's not because you really need an education experience a passion you need to make a lot of mistakes you just can't put a credit card in and buy yourself a fast route to stock market success And one of the little quotes I put in there, which I always thought was good, was a book written by a guy called Alexander Elder in the US who writes about GAN. You've probably heard of GAN and GAN fans. And GAN software or GAN techniques are on every major piece of trading software. And this guy, Alexander Elder, in his book Trading for a Living, quotes W.D. GAN's son, who was a stockbroker in New York, Anyway, the quote goes, various opportunists sell GAN courses and GAN software. They claim that GAN was one of the best traders who ever lived, that he left a $50 million estate and so on. I interviewed W.D. GAN's son, an analyst for a Boston bank. 
He told me that his famous father could not support his family by trading, but earned his living by writing and selling instructional courses. When W.D. Gann died in the 1950s, his estate, including his house, was valued at slightly over $100,000. The legend of W.D. Gann, the giant of trading, is perpetuated by those who sell courses and other paraphernalia to gullible customers. We've got to be a little bit careful talking about this stuff because we sell education and we sell a newsletter as well, but hopefully, and it's certainly clear from some of the emails we get that some of you do make money out of what we say and write and teach you, but I've got to be uh, careful taking pot shots at people who do what I do. Don't want to do that. Anyway, you might find the articles today quite interesting if you did think of paying up for a trading course. I have been on some trading course. I went on one trading course. It was quite a few thousand dollars and sat in a lecture theater. Each one of us had a PC screen in front of us. And basically this, and it's still going, well known. And basically this course was selling you or persuading you to open an account with a CFD provider. And at the time, this newsletter was taking clips every client they signed up they took a clip of commission every trade that client did so their game under the guise of education was to get you to sign on to a cfd course sorry get you to sign on to a trading course and then take up a an account with a cfd provider and trade like a dervish and the content of the course was to give you enough confidence to think that you knew what you were doing so you would trade a lot And I remember the lecturer at one point saying there were just two candles that you needed to know. That's all you needed to know to start trading. Anyway, have seen it all, been there, done that. And my articles today will teach you about that. And I've revamped an article that I wrote some time ago, dressed it up a little bit. But it was an article I wrote saying, how do you lose $5,000 in the stock market rather than how do you make $5,000? How do you lose $5,000 in the stock market? And I asked my stockbroker mates uh, and they rather joyously uh, created a list of ways to lose $5,000 in the stock market. Here are some of them. Start with $10,000. Try to make $5,000 quickly. Trade Forex from the comfort of your own kitchen. Trade CFDs without understanding leverage. Trade a lot. Trade with confidence. Trade intraday. Trade on inside information. I once got in a lift with a guy who ran the principal book at the broking house I worked at, and he was a smoker. He's in the lift every 20 minutes going down to have a fag. And he heard us talking at one point about this supposed piece of inside information, and he piped up from the corner in his gravelly, smoke-affected voice. And he said, if I'd never heard any inside information in my life, I'd be a million dollars better off. And that sort of sums up inside information. It's always inside information when you're the last to hear it. Anyway, further on the list, buy a taxi driver's tip. Buy a stock that's up 20% in a day. This is how to lose $5,000. Buy a stock that's down 20% on the day. Don't take losses, don't take profits, and the modern one, buy GameStop. Anyway, have a read of the articles if you've ever thought of paying thousands of dollars to learn how to trade. You're almost certainly walking into a Forex trading course, or being hooked by a CFD provider, or being 
persuaded to buy yet another reincarnation of software that make makes consensus forecasts look interesting. You won't make any money out of consensus forecasts. What moves a share price is not what everybody already expects, but what happens that nobody expects. That's what moves share prices. So all those numbers that you can read and you can you can read these commodity numbers in our stock boxes or on our all lord spreadsheet but i hate to tell you despite providing those fabulous services you won't make money out of those numbers there is nothing in those numbers that anybody doesn't know so there's nothing in those numbers in numbers generally that will move a share price what moves a share price is when those numbers are wrong when things happen that aren't expected so you can read about people's expectations, but those software packages that sort companies for you by PE and yield and pull out the best stocks or the cheapest stocks, they're all based on consensus forecasts and that doesn't make you money. Anyway, I am wittering on back to the stock market today. All the themes in the US are pretty much the same as they have been for the last few weeks since November, really, when the vaccine theme came around. That's my dog. Better be quiet or I'll sell it. The themes are stimulus, constructive talks continue. The new theme is the Democrats want to go big on the coronavirus relief package. Results, Alphabet was up 7.3% last night in the US. The average earnings growth expectation in the US for the US results season at the beginning of the results season was for average earnings down or minus 8.8%. And they are now, the average earnings expectation is now above zero. So all in all, it's been a good results season and there are still a few more results to come. On the economics front, there was an ADP employment number last night, which was a bit better than expected. That is a precursor to the main jobs numbers on Friday. On the strategy, there are a few brokers out there in the newswires telling people to buy the dip. Last week's dip, that is. It's already been bought. And on the vaccine front, over 1.3 million Americans are being vaccinated per day now. That's a big pickup from the initial 200,000 a day, which was seen as disappointing. So that is getting going. And I've got a chart of case numbers and death numbers in the strategy piece today. They are coming off the top in the US, in Europe, in the UK. The economic benefits are not really being felt yet, but it is clearly quietly happening a decent backdrop to what we hope will be this quiet bull market. I think with prices where they are, the market is vulnerable to any sort of surprise, any sort of negative themes. But at the moment, there don't seem to be any on the horizon. Right, a couple of stock observations. I've started calling this section now stock observations instead of technical observations. I was getting a few emails saying that our technical observations were too short term. The time frame on our charts was a, a few months where it really for investors needs to be a couple of years at least. And I agree, we're not going to keep your interest by telling you to buy XYZ today just so we can tell you to sell it in a week's time or a month's time. Uh, we're a little bit more sensible than that. So uh, stock observations instead of technical observations, I'll still include technical observations of course. Uh, today on the stock observations, Nick Scarley's had results today declaring a 40 cent dividend, which is a 3.8% yield on this dividend alone. How do they make so much money, you ask? Well, because they're importing from China. The Aussie dollar's strong. That's helping their margins. Margins are 62% and they are selling to a population stuck at home, flush with cash, thanks to government handouts 
and because they are not spending it on travel, Australians spend $42 billion a year on international travel. That's, that was the same as the first slug of JobKeeper. So it is significant that people have got money to spend because they're not traveling. The share price of Nick Scarly has tripled in the last year, gone from $3 to over $10. And despite that, the PE is still only 11.6 times and the yield is 7.02%. So not expensive. Of course, at some point, you've got to assume that there are only so many sofas or bits of furniture that someone can buy in Australia. And this whole online furniture sector, you notice Temple and Webster's results last week. Great results, but the share price topped out on results, although it bounced the next day. But you've got to assume at some point, these large capital items are not going to be turning over as quickly as they are now. How long have you had your sofa? Well, I know I've had mine for over 10 years. What a cheapskate. So at some point, there is going to be a reckoning. But at this point, these companies are reporting on the best six months they've had in years. And it will be the same for all sorts of other online companies, be that Beacon Lighting or Adairs or Kogan. But this could be as good as it gets. But for the moment, clearly, these stocks are earning the dollars to make their share price, to justify their share prices. So no reason to rush out of these stocks just yet. But I can't help feeling that at some point things are going to slow down in the online discretionary consumer space. And there are a lot of profits to be taken when it does, but not today. REA Group is another stock observation. Got results tomorrow. If you look at the broker research in the strategy piece today on REA Group, or on their sister stock domain holdings, you'll see that every broker, after the recent share price rises, every broker has got a target price below the current share price because the current share prices are ripping up and they are presumably waiting until after the results to update those target prices. So I expect a load of upgrades on REA Group after results and domain holdings after results to update these November target prices but what I would have to say to you is, and we have to be careful because we hold REA Group in our growth portfolio, there is no room to disappoint at the moment. REA is on a PE of 65 times and a 0.8% yield. Domain holdings on 94 times a 0.6% yield, which is probably why all the broker target prices are sub-reality or sub-the current share price. Anyway, looking expensive. Results tomorrow better not disappoint. We hold quite a large holding of REA Group. We have got a profit of 61%. Don't want to be standing on a landmine when those results go off tomorrow. Uh, one final observation, Janice Henderson results tomorrow. Janice Henderson is a US finance funds management company. Their share price is quoted in the UK, which means that if the British pound goes up, the Australian share price goes up. So if you get a recovery in the Australian, in the sorry, UK economy, a recovery in the UK pound, the Janice Henderson price in the UK going up, it leverages the Australian share price. I mean, the share price has been performing okay, as to be said, uh, but it's a play on the British pound going up. Anyway, results tomorrow. We'll see how that goes. That's about that. Glad we don't hold AGL today, down 6.6%. Not so happy that we hold Origin Energy, down 8.3%. We'll have a look at that tomorrow. As I say, they have cut earnings guidance today. PayPal results in the US are better than expected after hours. Nick Scarly holding up after a 90% jump in profit for the last six months. 
eBay results in the US are better than expected overnight, again after hours. RBA Governor Philip Lowe has speak, is speaking today. He says there's no bubble in the stock market or house prices, saying he doesn't see anything that's unsustainable. The Dow futures are down 40, as I leave you, and the market is down 23. All pretty quiet today. You have a fabulous day, and I will speak to you tomorrow. Actually, I won't speak to you tomorrow. Tomorrow is our weekly sectors strategy piece. Look out for that. A look through which sectors are doing well. A look through the currents below the tide of the market. Always useful. Okay, that's that. I'll be back tomorrow.